Hello and welcome to the Aquinas College First World War podcast series. This week we will be looking at the role of Kaiser Wilhelm II, the Emperor of Germany, before, during, and after the war. So, getting started, we uh, see that Kaiser Wilhelm had a very crucial role in the diplomatic chess game uh, that was the July Crisis of 1914. After the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, the heir to the Austrian throne, the Kaiser and the rest of the German government promised Austria their full support, uh, especially in the prosecution of the assassin and the investigation of the links to the Serbian government, uh, specifically with the Black Hand, the ultra-nationalist terror terrorist organization. Um, however, while Wilhelm was devoted to his allies, as they were their Germanic blood brothers, he would was not ke so keen on going so far as to issue a blank check for a military invasion. Uh, he certainly supported an, uh, a, a legal investigation. However, he thought that uh, getting involved in another Balkan affair would be not worth the risk. Um, he repeatedly tried to resolve a dispute while still supporting his allies. Uh, however, he was at, uh, on a cruise, a vacation cruise in the North Sea at the time, and frantically tried to keep up with, uh, keep up the speed on events while sailing back uh, via telegram. Uh, when he got back to Germany, he sent couriers to Austria saying again that Germany would support them, but uh, Wilhelm didn't say that they, sh that they should declare war. Um, he left the point blank. He, he didn't address it. Um, and this led to some confusion about uh, the level of support that the Austrians thought the Germans would give them. Um, and by that time, the Austrian government had indeed signed the declaration of war. Uh, during the war, Wilhelm was very erratic in his behavior and unfocused. He had several pet projects that he worked on. Uh, he uh, gave his focus and attention at various periods during the war to zeppelins, to the submarine war on the seas, to um, various other technological endeavors that he thought could win the war for Germany, um, including tanks near the end of the war. However, that uh, really, of all of the projects that he pursued, not much, if anything, came from them, besides perhaps the submarine uh, theater. Um, eventually, as the German government and military high command realized that Wilhelm was nothing more than a hindrance of the war effort, uh, command of the army was handed over to Field Marshals Hindenburg and Ludendorff. Uh, this was after the their victories in the east against the Russians. Uh, so their power and prestige were at an all-time height, and they essentially ran the country in a military dictatorship. Um, while Wilhelm did technically still have the power of emperor, of course, and the power of the German emperor was to appoint various political positions, such as the, the cabinet ministers and military chief of staff, um, he did not use it very often, and he seems to have trusted Hindenburg and Ludendorff rather well, and that was the best decision, because Hinden as soon as Hindenburg and Ludendorff took over, the German war effort became much more efficient and streamlined, and Germany was able to fight at its full efficiency. Um, thus, Wilhelm was relegated to the role of a morale booster. Uh, he would make 
visits to the troops on the front. He would inspect the uh, the new and improved bunkers when they were being built, like uh, the Hindenburg Line in the west in France. Uh, he made frequent visits there. Uh, he made speeches to the public uh, to shore up their morale and let them know that he, as well as the German government and military high command, were confident in total victory. Um, near the end, as things became more dire and the German government realized that they had they had some decisions to make, uh, he, Wilhelm was forced to abdicate. Uh, up until the very end, he was still confident in total victory, and it was only after threats were made against his life by various radicals that he realized he had to leave. Um, at first, he sought, he, he didn't ab abdicate the throne officially. He merely sought asylum in the Netherlands. Um, but eventually, after a few months, he did officially abdicate the throne of the German Empire and the, and the line of succession of the House of Hohenzollern, uh, which had lasted for about 400 years of unbroken continuity. Um, the Treaty of Versailles had articles that uh, implied intention to prosecute him for crimes against humanity, war crimes, and how, uh, another, uh, an endless list of transgressions, uh, perceived transgressions. Um, however, the Dutch refused to extradite him. Uh, he had many friends within the Dutch government, and while the uh, Queen Wilhelmina was uh, very partial to the French, much of the cabinet-level ministers were very partial to the uh, Germans as well as other members of the Dutch royal family. They, they were able to keep Wilhelm inside the country, and he was happy to retire to a country estate where he spent the rest of his life. Um, after Hitler came to power, Wilhelm hoped for restoration of the monarchy, and he even had his wife uh, write some letters to Hitler, petitioning him to, in some way, shape, or form, reinstitute the monarchy. Uh, they suggested that his grandson become emperor of Germany. Um, however, Hitler and the Nazis hated Wilhelm, actually. They, they partly even blamed him for the loss of the war, uh, along with the stab in the back myth. Uh, they had no love for him, and eventually there was no love going the other way. Uh, while, while Wilhelm was, in a sense, anti-Semitic, as was most of the world at the time, especially the, uh, the royalty, um, he in no way, shape, or form approved of the rampant uh, persecution of the Jews. Uh, he certainly did not... Uh, like the public image that it gave off and he felt that it was a distraction and that it was unjust um, and that there were other parties to blame for the loss of the war. Um, so not much else came of him. He spent the rest of his life in the uh, Dutch country estate. He was allowed to retain some possessions from the imperial palace. However, the, um, the National Socialist government largely ignored him. Uh, and tried to cover him up so as to conceal that somewhat embarrassing aspect of German life. Um, he passed away on June 4th, 1941. Uh, while Hitler eventually realized that the PR bonus from having a state funeral of the former German emperor would be very beneficial to uh, enhance efforts to legitimize the regime, um, Wilhelm's uh, final will and testament stated that he did not want to go back to Germany until the monarchy had been restored. 
so Hitler had him uh, had him given a small military funeral with some of his old officials and old ministers from the days of World War One present. It was uh, not much fanfare. Um, it was there were national socialist imagery such as swastikas and flags, which Wilhelm did not want. Hitler ignored that, and a small mention of it was made in German newspapers. However, not much focus was given to it as the National Social Socialist government sought to move past that era uh, as they saw it as a mistake, almost. Um, they, they wanted to cover up the embarrassment of the loss in the First World War and the embarrassment of, the, um, of what they considered to be um, ineptitude of their former emperor. Um, now his uh, mausoleum is a memorial for German monarchists, and every year on the anniversary of his death, they visit uh, in remembrance of the last emperor of the German people. That's all that I have for you guys this week. I'll be back with you next week, um, and we will be talking about um, the November Revolution in the Russian Empire and what led to the Soviet Union. I'll see you next week.